stand by. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood and I am the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Today, my friends, is her video games day. Combining Thursdays and video games is... Yes, that is what's about to happen. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. Please take heed of this warning, although with regards to video games, are spoiler warnings, sure, they're a little important, but, well, I'll give you an example. My first game, Grid 2, I don't know how I'm going to spoil a racing game for you, but the warning is out there nonetheless. Another thing I like to say, is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is one million (laughs) dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps others find the podcast. Hmm. That will, of course, take us into our last piece of podcast-related boots, which is today's sponsor, which is the Busty Sorceress Female Magician Apparel and Accoutrements. Once again, today's sponsor is the Busty Sorceress Female Magician Apparel and Accoutrements. Thank you. To them. Today I have two, count them, well no need to count them because there's only two, video games in this third video games day episode. The reason being is that one of these games will fall into the sort of uh, PlayStation Network free game cleanup and one I uh, actually purchased. So there you go. The one that was free is the aforementioned Grid 2, a racing game, which is a racing game. Hmm. Uh, yeah, not uh, too much to say about me and the genre of racing games as a whole. There's uh, some fun to be had, but uh, they never really appealed to me too, too much. Uh, I think the last one I may have played may have been for the PlayStation 2, or the last one that I purchased, and it was uh, Burnout 3. Yeah, I think that may have been it. And that, I like for the reason that it's not just racing. It's, you know, crashing and getting points for crashing and it's exciting and explosions and things of that nature. Grid 2, because apparently there's a Grid 1, which I was unaware of, why did no one tell me, is a racing game and a racing game only. There is a story mode, and that's sort of how I played through the, I guess, campaign, you would call it. And... There's no real reason to have a story in a racing game such as this. It felt kind of out of place, and it's not like it pulled me in. You never actually see the people. It's always just sort of voiceovers and text and pictures of cars. So, you know, it's there, but you won't notice it, I don't think, unless racing games are all you play. And I don't think I've ever once met a video gamer where all they play is racing games. If that describes you, uh, you're perhaps... Perhaps 
a bit of an odd duck, and I like that about you. There are a lot of different cars that you can race and win, and uh, that's something I appreciate, because these racing game folk have to go to all these car companies and get the right to all of these cars to have them in their game, and that's impressive that they do do that, and there's such a huge, huge selection. I don't know what the the tally is in this particular game of how many cars you can get, but it is a lot from what I saw. I should mention, perhaps, that on that note, I did not unlock a great many of these cars because uh, I stopped playing this game. Yeah, I played for, you know, and I'm going to be pretty 100% homage with you, and I only played for maybe four hours or so, which I think is a respectable amount of time to give a game before you come to the realization that you're not really enjoying it too much. If I had have paid for this game, which I know, I know, in a sense I did because I pay for my PlayStation Plus membership, but still, if they give you a free game every friggin' week, it doesn't feel like you're paying, you're paying for pennies of them by the end of all the downloads you have had over the course of your free memberships year thing. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? One sort of... I guess we'll call it a standout one thing about this game that I did actually, factually enjoy. Uh, and this is something that probably hardcore racers are going to poo-poo. I enjoyed the fact that if you got into a horrible, horrible crash, uh, it gave you the ability to rewind for a couple of seconds and then sort of replay from that point and try not to get into that crash. Uh, I don't know, because I didn't use it a huge, huge amount, uh, I don't know if there's like a limit on how many times you could actually do that, but it was nice to know it was there. I'm not horrible at racing games. They make me, uh, that's the other thing, they make me a little antsy, which, uh, which is good if you're looking for that. A little antsy and excited and sitting on the edge of your seat and sort of sweaty. A little bit. Anxious, even. Like I'm actually driving these cars. Which perhaps is another reason why I couldn't sustain playing this for more than four hours. Because I was friggin' spent, man. Spent. For ratings is tough. Like, me personally, which I guess would make sense to rate this game for me personally, I'd go like two out of five. There was, there was some hours of enjoyment, but this is not a game I don't think I'll ever revisit. And I didn't, like, finish it the whole way through, that kind of idea. So, you know. There's that. Okay, let's move on to the next game, which I did, in fact, pay for when I realized that this Grid 2 was not going to keep my attention for very long. A little game called Dragon's Crown. Dragon's Crown, I do believe, is probably a game that has slipped under people's radars. Like, I never really heard much about it, or perhaps anything. They may have saw one review of it, but when I saw it was on sale, I said, hey, this has the word dragon in the title, so that's one point for it right there. Let's at least read the review. And when I did read the review, uh, it sounded like it had potential to be up my alley, and I could say that it has been. It is, I guess, and this kind of describing this game has the potential to turn people off, I think. <laughs> so uh, why don't, before I describe it, give my rating? So you know what I say is with the fact that I'm going to give this game a 4 to 5. Yeah, uh, the reason I think it might turn people off is when I say, I guess at its core, it is kind of a 2D side-scroller beat-em-up, which, if you've played those in the past, games like uh, Golden Axe, I think, is probably the prime example. Maybe not the prime example, but the example I'm going to goddamn well use. If you've played that, it's got some of that vibe to the gameplay style, but 
And this is what I read in the review that made me decide to get this, despite having the look of a Golden Axe style game. It's much, 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 much more in-depth than that. Many uh, RPG elements, role-playing game, if you are unfamiliar with the term RPG. Also, in some places, may know RPG as rocket-propelled grenade in some areas of the globe. Just on a sort of side note there, if you are in an area of the globe where people say RPG to, may, to mean rocket-propelled grenade and not role-playing game, you're going to want to think about moving out of that area of the world, because that is not a good sign. That is a horrible sign, in fact. Yes, yeah, so uh, I started off this game by picking your character, as you do in a role-playing game, and I decided to go with the sorceress, the busty sorceress, for the reason that she was incredibly busty. Uh, came to the realization after maybe an hour, maybe less, that uh, when the suggestion of this game was that to pick this character was for experts only, which I sort of poo-pooed. I've played tons of role-playing games. I can handle I can handle a busty sorceress. Boy, can I. Anyways, uh, realized eventually that this game would be incredibly frustrating if I had have continued on in that vein. So, went back and chose the dwarf, who um, is not busty at all, nor a girl. So, you know, there's that. I think the sticking point for the sorceress being a difficult character is that in order to basically do any move at all that would destroy opponents on the screen, you had to charge up beforehand. So you do two, three moves, and then you would have to charge up for two, three seconds. Two, three, four, five, I don't know how many seconds it was, but it was too many seconds. It was too many seconds, because while you're charging up, you're defenseless, so you get hit. You, that, you get hit, that means you stop charging, and then you have to charge some more, and then you get hit again, and uh, it made it nigh impossible. What I would like to see, and I'm sure it exists out there, maybe I'll give myself a mental note on this. Jordan, mental note on this, uh, is to see someone play like later levels of this game with the sorceress, because that would be a feat to behold, I do believe. Whereas with the dwarf, you're kind of just going around hitting shit for the most part. You might do it with some style as the dwarf, and the sort of amount of moves that you can get and accrue over the course of your game is fairly impressive, fairly varied. You never feel 100% like you're just mashing buttons. You can with the dwarf kind of mash buttons, but you're going to be much better off if you put a little strategy into it. There is a story. See, this is where the spoiler of story elements makes at least more sense than it did in Grid 2. However, still, it's a role-playing game story and is uh, ethereal. Ethereal in the sense that it's not really there. It doesn't really feel all-encompassing. It kind of more just has the feel. This is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, it's not a good thing either feel of you're going from person to person, they're giving you things to do, and you're going to do them. That's, uh, when you boil it down, that is what this game is. Now, the things you go do are travel the globe on a sort of uh, beautiful map, go into these quote-unquote dungeons, which may or may not be actual dungeons. It may be a ghost pirate ship, it may be swamps, it may be any sort of area, but we'll just call them dungeons because I think that's what the game calls them. Anyways, and then uh, battle your way from left to right, killing guys, getting loot, and uh, having a good time. It, something they do good, 
people have done it better. I think Borderlands is the obvious choice for that sense of, oh, I've leveled up. Oh, I got a new gun. Oh, I leveled up again. Oh, I'm going to unlock this ability. Oh, that means I can use this gun now. Like in Borderlands, the series, that is going fast and furious. And that's the reason that game is a great game. This has that. It's just not quite to the degree of that. Which kind of makes sense because this is a little bit lower budget. That's a big AAA title. So can't really, can't really perhaps have that degree of depth. Now, where this game has depth oozing, yeah, oozing depth, is in its uh, art style. Now, I think you could look at this art style in two different ways. Uh, one and an obvious one is misogynistic. That, that's sort of an obvious one. It's almost got kind of a hentai feel to it in that the women are often busty and scantily clad. And uh, definitely, if I was that girl who does the videos about tropes and women in video games, I can guarantee she would have some things to say about this game, and rightfully so. It's pretty, uh, pretty sexist. That being said, you can pick the Amazon woman, and despite the fact that she's scantily clad, she does uh, kick some ass, as I have witnessed. Oh, the reason I've witnessed that is that periodically people will jump into your game. I think you can have it so if the people jumping into your game are actual, factual human beings from around the globe. But uh, if that is not the case, it's just sort of random uh, computer-controlled people. And you can see that the Amazon woman will kick some ass. So, I don't know. Still pretty sexist. But the other... Oh, yeah. I was doing two points there. But beautiful to behold. And I don't mean just the scantily clad women. I mean just sort of the art style and the and the backdrops, and even the dwarf I'm playing, he's got a beautifully crafted beard that is something to behold. Something to behold, people. Uh, this game I have not yet completed, so I wanted to say that. The, the reason I'm doing my review now is because next week is Christmas week, or Xmas, as I prefer to call it. So there will be one podcast at the beginning of the week that will, of course, be the second annual Scrooged reenactment. Check that out, why don't you? Uh, so I wanted to get this in before the holidays. Uh, I'm definitely going to continue to play this game over the holidays. Uh, I don't know how much longer it is to go, just for the reason that I, I'm pretty into the story. I've done probably 10 missions or so. I, I, I don't know how much more there is to go. But I'm having fun. I'm having fun leveling up. I'm having fun getting new weapons and then holding on to them until I reach a certain level and then putting and then using them. Mm, yeah. Battling through these dungeons. It's just uh, things that I think a good way to sum up this game and sum up I shall since I am just about at home is to say that this game has a lot of the things that people who have been playing video games for as long as I have will appreciate. And that's kind of a little boiled down statement to wrap her up. Folks, that was fun. I like a little her video games day action, as does the next man or woman. Huh? Ah. That will, of course, leave one final thing to say, which is it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. 
I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.